Welcome to Zichu Daf Siman. I'm my brother Abraham Goldar, and today Maseches Chagiga Daf Yud Test, the second parak in Dorshin. The Zichu Maseches Chagiga program has been generously sponsored by Yenishmas Avram Ber Ben Asher and Yenishmas Tamar Bas Chaim. But then the Shamas have an Aliyah. So the three we're going to focus on number one on the bottom of Daf Yud Ches on the base. Rav Nachman resolved conflicting prices regarding whether when washing his hands must have kavana to purify them. He explained that the second brace, which states that they are tahor without kavana, is referring to a person purifying his hands for chuan, which does not require kavana. And the first brace was referring to one purifying his hands for Meister Shani, which does require kavana. After the Gemara rejects the first source that supports Rav Nachman's distinction, that chuan does not require kavana, it brings the mission that taught, perish enough with tok amas amayim, if produce fell into a water channel, and one whose hands were tame reached into the water and took them, his hands are tahor, even though he did not have kavana to purify his hands, and the produce is not in the category of if water was placed to make it susceptible to be makabotuma. Water is only maksha food when the person wanted the food to become wet. But if he reached into the water to rinse his hands, his hands are tahor and the produce is susceptible. To be Rashi explains that since he's putting his hands in the water to wash them, he does approve of the water on the fruit. We see from these two cases that purifying oneself for chon does not require kavana. Pointing to the Gemara Brana Brace of the Tat, Odeh Raglu Achas that if one still has one foot in the water of a mikvah, it's considered as if he's still immersing and he may change his kavana to an even higher kedusha. The Gemara asks, who is the Tana that taught this? And Rabbi Padas says that it's Rabbi Huda. for we learn in the Mishnah Mikvos. If a mikvah was measured and it contained exactly 40 saw, and two people immersed in it, one after the other, the first one is Tahor, and the second one is Tameh. Rashi explains that since some of the water was on the body of the first person when he left, the second person is immersing in a mikvah with less than 40 saw. Rabbi Huda said, If the feet of the first one were still touching the water, when the second person immersed, the second one is also tower. Review the basis his rule on the concept of good achis, which allows one to view an object as if it's extending downward. In this case, the water on the first person's body would be extending downward into the mikvah, giving it the requisite 40 saw. Rabbi Padas assumes that Rabbi would also hold of good asik, which allows us to view an object as extending and raising. Therefore, if one still has one foot in the water of the mikvah, the water of the mikvah would be viewed as extending upward and connecting to the water on his body. It would then be considered as if the person is completely submerged in the water of the mikvah. And point number three, Ula asked Rabbi Yochanan whether Rabbi Yehuda, who holds of good achis, holds of good asik as well. Rabbi Yochanan replied that it was taught in Bryce that if there were three holes containing water on a slope of a valley, and the upper and lower holes contained 20 saw each, and the middle one contained 40 saw, and a rush of rainwater connects them all. Rav Yudah said that Rav Meir used to say, one may immerse in the upper hole, indicating that Rav Meir holds of Gadasik and seems to prove that Rav Yudah holds of it as well. When Rav Yochan was presented with a second b'risa, where Rav Yudah says that he disagrees with Rav Meir and holds that one may only immerse in the lower one, Rav Yochan said to Ula, Itanya, Tanya, if it was taught specifically in a b'risa, it was taught, and I retract my proof. So once again, the three points are number one. On the bottom of Yud Ches on the base, Rav Nachman resolved conflicting prices regarding whether when washing his hands must have kavana to purify them. He explained that the second price, which states that they are tahor without kavana, is referring to a person purifying his hands for chuan, which does not require kavana. And the first price was referring to one purifying his hands for Meister Shani, which does require kavana. After the Gemara rejects the first source that supports Rav Nachman's distinction, that chuan does not require kavana, it brings the mission that taught Perish enough with tok amas amayim, if produce fell into a water channel, and one whose hands were tummy 
reached into the water and took them. His hands are tower, even though he did not have kavanah to purify his hands, and the product is not in the category of if water was placed to make it susceptible to be makabotuma. Water is only maksha food when the person wanted the food to become wet. But if he reached into the water to rinse his hands, his hands are tower and the produce is susceptible to be makabotuma. Rashi explains that since he's putting his hands in the water to wash them, he does approve of the water on the fruit. We see from these two cases that purifying oneself for chon does not require kavana. Pointing to the Gemara brought a brace to the Tad, Odeh Ragu Achas that if one still has one foot in the water of a mikvah, it's considered as if he's still immersing and he may change his kavana to an even higher kedusha. The Gemara asks, who is the ton of the Tadis? And Rabbi Padas says that it's Rabbi Huda. for we learn in the Mishnah Mikvos, if a mikvah was measured and it contained exactly 40 saw, and two people immersed in it, one after the other, the first one is Tahor, and the second one is Tameh. Rashi explains that since some of the water was on the body of the first person when he left, the second person is immersing in a mikvah with less than 40 saw. Rabbi Huda said, If the feet of the first one were still touching the water, when the second person immersed, the second one is also tower. Review the basis his rule on the concept of good achis, which allows one to view an object as if it's extending downward. In this case, the water on the first person's body would be extending downward into the mikvah, giving it the requisite 40 saw. Rabbi Padas assumes that Rabbi would also hold of good asik, which allows us to view an object as extending and raising. Therefore, if one still has one foot in the water of the mikvah, the water of the mikvah would be viewed as extending upward and connecting to the water on his body. It would then be considered as if the person is completely submerged in the water of the mikvah. And point number three, Ula asked Rabbi Yochanan whether Rabbi Yudah, who holds of good achis, holds of good asik as well. Rabbi Yochanan replied that it was Tana Bray said that if there were three holes containing water on a slope of a valley, and the upper and lower holes contained 20 saw each, and the middle one contained 40 saw, and a rush of rainwater connects them all. Rabbi Yudah said that Rabbi used to say, Makbil be'elyon, one may immerse, in the upper hole, indicating the Rabbi Meir holds of Gadasik and seems to prove the Rabbi Yehuda holds of it as well. When Rabbi Yochan was presented with a second b'risa, where Rabbi Yehuda says that he disagrees with Rabbi Meir and holds that one may only immerse in the lower one, Rabbi Yochan said to Ula, Itanya, Tanya, if it was taught specifically in a b'risa, it was taught, and I retract my proof. All right, so now we go to our Simmer W test, and our standard simon is a yacht. A yacht. So here goes. The Chigiga water games on the yacht delighted the guests who tried to grab bobbing apples of hulan in the water, while keeping only one foot in the water, and then dive into one of three pools of water situated on a slope, with gushing water. Once again, in slow motion. The Chigiga water games on the yacht, yacht, that must be more enough. You test. The Chigiga water games on the yacht delighted the guests, who tried to grab bobbing apples of hulan in the water, which reminds us, Rav Nachman holds that one does not have to have kavanah to purify one's hands, for Hulan, the Gemara brings a mission of supporting the Tot that a produce fell into a water channel and one whose hands were tummy reached into the water and took them. His hands are towering even though he didn't have Kavana to purify his hands. And the produce is not in the category of Chiyutan to make it susceptible to being a Kabotuma. So the Chigika water games on the yacht delayed the guests who tried to grab bobbing apples of a Hulan in the water while keeping only one foot in the water, which reminds us the Gemara Bar of the Tat, Ode Ragla Achas that if one still has one foot in the water of a mikvah, it's considered as if he's still immersing and may change his kavana to an even higher kedusha. The Gemara asks, "Who the Tana is the Tat?" This Rabbi Pedas said it's Rabbi Yehuda. We see from another Mishnah that Rabbi Yehuda holds of good achis, and Rabbi Pedas assumes that Rabbi Yehuda would equally hold of good asik. So the Chagiga water games on the yacht delight the guests who tried to grab bobbing apples of chulin in the water while keeping only one foot in the water, 
and then dive into one of three pools of water situated on a slope with gushing water. Which reminds us, who asked Rabbi Yochan whether Rabbi Yehuda, who holds of good achis, holds of good asik as well. Rabbi Yochan replied that it was taught in a bright side that if there were three holes containing water on a slope of a valley, and the upper and lower holes contained 20 saw each, and the middle one contained 40 saw, and a rush of rainwater connects them all, Rehuda said that Rehmer used to say, Matbil be Yona, one may immerse in the upper hole, indicating that Rehmer holds of good asik and seems to prove that Rehuda holds of it as well. When Ryokan was presented with the second brace where Ryuta says that he disagrees with Ryumer and holds that one may only immerse in the lower one, Ryokan said to Ua, Itanya, Tanya, if it was taught specifically in a brisa, it was taught, and I retract my proof. So once again, the Chigika water games on the yacht delighted the guests who tried to grab bobbing apples of Hulan in the water, while keeping only one foot in the water, and then dive into one of three pools of water situated on a slope with gushing water. All right, now it's time for a four-block back Chazara. Daf Tesvav. So the similar Daf Tesvav is related to Tubishvat, and we use a fruit bowl. So here goes. The wayward sage who pulled out radishes on Shabbos and put them in his fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be more on Daf Tesvav, too, Tubishvat. The wayward sage who pulled out radishes on Shabbos and put them in his fruit bowl, which reminds us, the Gemara relates that what caused the Akhir to lead a life of sin was seeing a Malch sitting in Shemaim, which led him to think that there are two authorities in Shemaim, and that he demonstrated to Ahalat that he was no longer the great Alisha ben Abuya by pulling out radishes on Shabbos. So the wayward sage who pulled out radishes on Shabbos and put them in his fruit bowl, while getting annoyed by children, reciting psukim to him, which reminds us it was taught in the Bryce that there was an incident with Akher, who was riding on a horse on Shabbos, and Rav Mir was walking behind them to learn Torah from him. Rav Mir attempted to get Akher to do tshuva by taking him to many shuls, but each time Akher asked the child to recite the Pusik he was learning, and the Pusik sent the message that Akher's tshuva would not be accepted. So, the wayward sage who pulled out radishes on Shabbos and put them in his fruit bowl, while getting annoyed by children, reciting psukim to him, was constantly followed by a disciple who would eat the edible parts of dates and throw the pits into his bowl. Which reminds the Gemara asked how Rebmer was permitted to learn Torah from Acher when one should only learn from a Rebbe who is like a Malch Hashem, and answers that Rebmer had different psukim that taught the opposite. The Gemara concludes that while lesser people should only learn from a Rebbe who is like a Malach, Rebmer was so great that he could learn the valuable things from Acher and discard the rest, similar to eating the outside of a date and throwing out the pit. Dav Tezain. So the similar Dav Tezain is toes. So here goes. The large-toed acrobat. Large-toed acrobat. That must be learned Dav Tezain. Toes. The large-toed acrobat who did a demon stunt where he would fly like an angel while eating like a human, which reminds us, it was taught in a brisa, she should varm nemru b'shem. There are six characteristics that were said regarding demons. Three are like Malchai Asharis and three are like human beings. They're like Malchai Asharis in that they have wings, they fly from one end of the world to the other, and they know what will happen in the future, which means they hear what's announced behind the pargod like the Malchai Asharis. They're like human beings in that they eat and drink, procreate, and die. We also learned there are six characteristics said about human beings. Three are like the Malchai Asharis and and three are like animals. So the large-toed acrobat who did a demon stunt, where he would fly like an angel while eating like a human, had the scare of his life when the beams above the stage start talking about all his wrongdoings. Which reminds us, if the Yitzhah says to you, sin, and Akash Baruch will forgive you, do not believe him. Perhaps one will ask who will testify against me. If I sin in the privacy of my own house, the stones and beams of one's house will testify against him. The Chami say, a person's Hashem will testify against him. Rabbi Zerika said the two Malkia Shars who scored a person will, and others say the limbs of a person testify against them. So, the large-toed acrobat who did a demon stunt, where he would fly like an angel while eating like a human, had the scare of his life when the beams above the stage started talking about all his wrongdoings, including the time he took lightly the rabbinic prohibition against doing smicha, anyanta, which reminds us, Rabbi Shem Bar Abba said in the name of Yochanan, 
Never let a rabbinic prohibition concerning Shabbos Yom to be light in your eyes. For smicha is only prohibited as a shfus, and yet the Gedoli Ador over five generations had a malchokas about it. Daf Yedzain. So the sim Daf Yedzain is a used car, and we often use a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be on Daf Yedzain. The used car salesman who told the potential buyer his payment plan included seven days after Shavuos, which reminds us, Rabbi said in Roshia, from where is it derived that Shavuos has a Tashulim period for the Chagiga and Oz Re'ia for seven days? For it's written the Pas regarding the mitzvah of appearing before Kosh Baruch Hu three times a year, Bechaga Matzos, Bechaga Shavuos, Bechaga Sukkos. The Torah makes a hackish comparing Shavuos to Pesach. Ma Pesach Yeshua Tashulim Koshiva, Af Chaga Shavuos Yeshua Tashulim Koshiva. Just as Pesach has Tashum for all seven days, so to Shavuos has Tashum for all seven days. So the used car salesman who told the potential buyer his payment plan included seven days after Shavuos and that he'd throw in a hotel voucher to sleep over in Yushalayim, Motzi Yantav on Sukkot, which reminds us, after concluding that the Pesach that mentioned the three are gone to the midst of Re'iyah was a source for Hekish between Pesach and Shavuos, they were asked what Halak is being learned out from the fact that Sukkot has mentioned the Pesach. It answers, Machagamatzos Taunulina Af just as Chagamatzos requires staying overnight in Yushalayim following the first day of Yantiv, so too Sukkot requires staying overnight following the first day of Yantiv. So, the used car salesman who told the potential buyer his payment plan included seven days after Shavuos, and that he'd throw in a hotel voucher to sleep over in Yushalayim, Motsi Yantiv on Sukkot, proudly proclaimed that there are many good years of use to reap from the car. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings another source for Tashumim for Shavuos. The Gathering of Rebbe Lezeb and Yaakov Tanabraisa, the Pasuk of the Parsha discussing Shavuos, states, Kurasim v'kutzerchem, that you shall make a holy proclamation when you reap. Ezu chag which is the chag that you make a proclamation and you reap, say this is the chag of Shavuos. Daf Yud Ches, so the sim Daf Yud Ches is a chuppah. So here goes. The chuppah designer, chuppah, that must more in Daf Yud Ches. The chuppah designer who wasn't permitted to do malacha on Cholamoed, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a bright regarding the source for the prohibition of doing malacha on Cholamoed, according to Rabbi Oshia. When the Pasuk states, as Chagamatsu's Tishmor, she was Yamim, shall guard the Chagamatsu's seven days, it teaches that it's forbidden to do malacha on Cholamoed, for Russia explains that the word Tishmor, you shall guard, is a warning not to do malacha. Rabbi Yonason says that the Pasuk's not needed for it can be derived from a Kavach Homer. If Yom Rishon and Shvi'a Pesach, where there's no Kedusha before or after them, are nonetheless prohibited from doing malacha, then the days of Cholamod, where there's Kedusha before and after them, Kavachomer, they are subject to the prohibition of doing malacha. So, the Chuppah designer, who wasn't permitted to do malacha on Cholamod, finally fashioned her dream Chuppah equipped with washing stations for people to eat Chuan, Meiser, and Trumo, which reminds us, the next mission states, Anoting Yadayim with Chuan, Meiser, or Trumo. We wash our hands for Chuan, Meiser, Shani, and Trumo. And the mission continues with, well, Kodesh mat bilin, but for Kodesh we immerse our hands in a mikvah. Rashi explains that to eat from a shlamim or for cotton to eat from a chatas or ashim, the rabban made an extra chumrah and required immersing the hands in a mikvah of 40 saw, even if they did not come in contact with tuma. Uchatas im nitmu yadav nitma gufo. And in regard to handling mechatas, if one's hands became tame, then his entire body is considered tame, and he must immerse his entire body. Rashi explains that this is referring to a rabban tuma, which makes the hands tame, but not the body such as a Rishon or a Sefer of Tanakh. So, the chuppah designer, who wasn't permitted to do malacha on Cholamoed, finally fashioned a dream chuppah equipped with washing stations for people to eat chuan, meiser, and truma, and embroidered with a message, washing required for chuan bread, not fruit. Which reminds us that more questions whether chuan and meiser shen require hand washing based on a mission Bikurim, which states that meiser shen does not require it, which implies 
All the more so that Chuan doesn't require it. After addressing the contradiction regarding Meister Shani with regard to Chuan, it concludes that there is also no contradiction. Here in our mission, it requires hand washing and similar with the eating of bread. Whereas here in the mission of Bikurim, it's discussing the eating of other products. For if Nachman said, One who washes his hands for eating of food other than bread is from the arrogant. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.